Join us today as we complete our study of Romans chapter 9 as we'll be going through verses 25 through 33. Hello, welcome back to our channel, Christ Be Known. I'm Teddy Stewart. And I'm Ron Stewart. Here we're going to be unpacking the scriptures, going through God's Word, trying to gain a better understanding of what the Lord is saying to us through His Word, as well as try to figure out ways to apply that understanding to our lives. Um, so these are our thoughts of what the Holy Spirit was saying to us as we did our study this week. If you're new to the channel, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. A little bit about us. We're not experts in the Word of God, but we love to read the Word of God and to study and to get to know Christ more. That's the ultimate goal is to know Christ sure. more and to be Christ-like. So if you have questions, comments, drop them to us. We'd love to interact with you, build a community around the Word and study in the Word and just interact with everyone. That's right. So, yeah. If you do want to use the same study book we're using, it will be linked in the description below. So I guess let's just say a quick prayer and get into this. Sounds good. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity that we have to gather in your name, in your presence, and study your word. As our goal is to seek knowledge and wisdom from you so that we know you better and we can be more Christ-like. We pray that seeds are planted, that seeds are watered, and that a harvest is brought forth, Father. Open our eyes to see and our hearts to understand. And it's in Jesus Christ's name that we ask these things. Amen. Amen. All right. So, quick recap. Last video we saw basically where Paul was showing us that God will have mercy and compassion on who he wants. He'll harden who he wants. It's his choice, and he knows better. Mm -hmm. He's the creator. We're the creation. Your creator always knows better than the creation. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump right in. Romans chapter 9, verse 25, and see what Paul has to say to finish out this chapter. As he also, as he says also in Hosea, so he's quoting Hosea here. I will call my I will call them my people who were not my people, and her beloved who was not beloved. And it shall come to pass in the place where it was said to them, You are not my people, there they shall be called the sons of the living God. Isaiah also cries out concerning Israel. Though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, the remnant will be saved. For he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness. Because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. And Isaiah said before, Unless the Lord of Sabaoth had left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom, and we would have been made like Gomorrah. What shall we say then? That Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness of faith? 
But Israel, pursuing the law of righteousness, has not attained to the law of righteousness? Why? Because they did not seek it by faith, but as it were, by the works of the law. For they stumbled at the stumbling stone, as it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and rock of offense, and whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. So much for Paul not repeating himself. (laughs) He sure took his time. Mm-hmm. And you know, <clears throat> really, to be honest with you here, even I mean that was a few verses there, but my notes are really short on it because to me it can be summed up really quick. To me, it's like Paul's just showing us again that we Gentiles are called just like Israelites are, mm-hmm. but it's by faith, not of works. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why he just showed there are Israelites who are not children of God because they pursued it as an outward work and not by faith. Mm -hmm. And then the best part about it is he's even using Old Old Testament. That was before Jesus. Mm -hmm. Old Testament prophets were talking about it. They were prophesying on this. I was going to say prophesying on it and it just goes to show that same things are still happening. Yes. Yes. I I mean I had I had an analogy that hit mine in my notes. Um and it, I mean part of it's because I went through it at my my previous employer, but it was my so where he's talking about that, you know, the Gentiles um have attained to righteousness, you know, by faith and um the Israel could not because they were trying to get it by the law. So it's kind of like, you know, it, you have at a place of employment and you're doing, you know, say you're doing a system implementation and you have staff that have been there that have had the old system. You have new staff that come in during the implementation or after it that never saw the old system. So the current, the the old staff have to forget the old system or the old ways and adhere to the new one. The new staff don't know the old one. They don't know any better and they just hit the new one and hit the ground running. The Jews, the Israelites had a hard time letting go of the law and accepting this new, you know, they, like we've talked about, they were trying to do, you know, the Jesus plus. Mm -hmm. They had a hard time letting go of that and just hitting the ground and, and going with this. Whereas the Gentiles, didn't necessarily know or weren't, you know, living by that law. And so they took this new thing and just <clears throat> ran with it. That That's a great analogy. I've never looked at it that way, but that does explain why. Because you're reading it, you're like, why can't you all get this? Uh-huh. Why can't you get it? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's a great analogy, but it also brings up something else that, that, that just triggered my mind. The Jews thought the Messiah mm-hmm. was going to come to save them from political oppression. Save them from the Romans. Mm-hmm. Not save them from going to hell. Right. They were looking for... You earthly. Know, uh, or, or, Earth, yes, Earth. earthly savior. Uh-huh. Yes, to save them from the persecution they were having from the Romans. So they thought, they thought the Messiah was going to be a political savior, not an actual spiritual savior. Mm-hmm. 
So that explains a lot of their Jesus plus, you know, because they, okay, well, you know, wait a minute. At first they denied him because they're like, wait, you're not even trying to save us from the uh-huh. You're telling us to pray for them. Yeah. You're telling us to do the no, you know, we thought you were going to come and kick their butt and make them leave us alone. You know, you're going to be our bodyguard. And so, but yeah, to your point, yeah, that, that, that would be really hard. You know, all my life, this is the way it's been. Follow mm-hmm. the commandments, follow the commandments, follow the commandments. Well, we didn't do it. Let's go kill Let's go kill a lamb. Let's go, you know. Yep. And now you're telling me all I got to do is believe this guy is here to do this for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great analogy because I, I, I never thought, because my always thought has been, why can't you all get it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a little, you know, it's just different perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, having gone through that, it was so. You know, there's I don't. It's not necessarily biblical, but I mean, you know, some people are geared for change, and some people completely resist it to the to the max. Um, and so it's. I was having a conversation with someone actually just today, and I was like, "Is it is it a good thing that, like, I change?" I, I've been through so much change in work in my work life since 2016 that it's like you just it it just it's it's, if there's a day where something doesn't change, I'm like, wait, what's going on? (laughs) I'm just accustomed to it, but I also relish in change. Like I love the challenge of change. Um, I'm on that weird spectrum of people that you know that embrace it and enjoy it, but. But yeah, that that's the analogy that came to me whenever I was reading those thirty through thirty-two. Mm-hmm. But so even though they had Old Testament prophets prophesying on all of this, mm-hmm. either they never heard it, never read it, didn't believe it. But now you know what? Here I thought chapter 9, Paul was turning a corner and laying a foundation. And now I don't know where he's going. Because he ends 9, talking about the same stuff he's been talking about one mm-hmm. today. Of course, but it was kind of cool how he tied the Old Testament prophets into it this time. But just like, look, this ain't nothing new. It's been, you know, mm-hmm. we told you it's going to happen. You've been warned, mm-hmm. you've been told about this, you know. it's almost like verses 1 through 24 are like a just a completely different book not even chapter but a different book (laughs) than verses 25 through 33 maybe I just have a mental block on this chapter I don't know but I just it's hard for me to tie 1 to 33 Yes. Because it's there's different stuff happening that it's like it's not I feel like there's different storylines going on. Well, and you know all, all the first eight chapters, the entire chapter has kind of I mean has kind of had a main theme. Yeah. And this one is like it's, it's like we're trying to watch three different TV shows at the same time. Uh-huh. Mhm. And the sad part is, 
you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I didn't do a good enough study, but I don't know how 1 through 10 applies to 25 through 33. How does it even go together? Yeah, that and that's my that that was my point of saying that is that I don't it hasn't hit me yet. Hmm. Please leave comments. Yeah, if you know, leave tell something. Us, what did we miss? Because I know there's a reason because, together. Because it's God's words on the paper. Mm-hmm. And so I know that it has a purpose for being together. But in my study, I couldn't tie all of the, you know, what was happening. Told you we weren't experts. No, not even close. So hopefully one of you all can figure out how it's all tied together. Yeah, maybe the Holy Spirit spoke to you guys and showed you guys how it's tied, and you can share that with us all. Because I'm with him. It's almost like three separate chapters Mm -hmm. in one chapter. Very cool. School us. Let us know. Uh, As always, if you haven't yet, please, we invite you to subscribe. Hit that like button if, if you liked it. If you didn't, tell us why you didn't. Tell us in the comments why you didn't like it. Share the video. You never know who might see it and come along and teach us something. You know, I don't know. Just, but we do appreciate y'all being here as we try to build this community. Yeah, let's say muddle through this journey. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Sometimes it feels like you're on a <laughs> rowboat paddling, and sometimes you're high center, stuck on a sandbar. Yep. Mm-hmm. We both went with the same analogy with different words. Yeah, you're welcome. As a reminder to ourselves, let our focus be that throughout this life, we live and die in a way that when we are thought of, it's Christ that is remembered. Christ be known. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time, Father. We thank you for gathering here. We thank you for everyone watching and listening to this, Father. And we just thank you, Father, for for being here with us and for providing your word, um, for speaking your word to us and uh, using us as vessels, Father, to to speak your word through us and to just share your message um, across the world, Father, that you would just use use this for your will and for your glory, Father, and, and use it how, how you see fit. Mm-hmm. Father, we just continue to pray that you would watch over us and, and guide us and protect us, Father, and We thank you for your grace and your love and your mercy, Father. It's in your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. See you all next time.